I'm learning a lot about Gotham, and I'm really not liking what I'm learning. I've written about the pecking order before, that there are definite tiers of these villains, and that only a very few uh, become famous enough to be called supervillains. Gotham is a bit more extreme in that regard. The rogues that fight the Flash have their own fans and they play to the crowd. In Gotham, it's all about the bat. That's what most of them call him. The bat. And it's always said quietly and seriously. That whole, ha ha, guy who dresses up like a bat thing? You don't do that in Gotham. And not just the GCPD. For a low-level criminal, getting a job with a supervillain can be incredibly lucrative. Like, one job can set you up for years. But it's like the guy who feeds sharks by hand. Most of the time, it's great. But it's that one time in a hundred chance. That's what gets you. Now, death by your boss is pretty common. Or if the bat catches them, it's a really quick trip to Gotham General, followed by a long stay in Blackgate. Hopefully, you only have scars. Lots of the low-level baddies who are trying to make a name for themselves, like the Cavalier or Ratcatcher, they define themselves by how much attention they can get from the bat. But there are a few others who like the fame, but would prefer not to get his attention. That's what we have tonight. As I mentioned last time, the Penguin got robbed by another supervillain, one I wasn't incredibly familiar with, but I felt a bit of a kinship with this one, and she told me about another side of Gotham City that I'd barely begun to think about. Margaret, hi. It's Maggie. Okay, great. Uh, I guess you're having a pretty rough time. You know what the worst part is? This is going to be the highlight of my day. Really? Being arrested? Yeah, imagine that. I started the day being roughed up by Penguin's goons. I mean, I get it, but it still sucked. That ended with me being arrested and thus rescued by Gotham's finest. And that's the highlight? Where I'm going? Yeah. To jail? No, no. Jail would be fine. I mean Arkham. You're going to Arkham Asylum? Yeah. Not going to get much sleep tonight. But why? I mean, you don't seem crazy. (laughs) You could say the craziest ones never do. But I have a compulsion. Kleptomania in the language of the ever-loving Greeks. That gets me classified as an L7 in Gotham. Wait, I haven't heard that before. An L7? Gotham is a high crime zone. Lots of arrests, lots of bookings. They needed to come up with a way to classify criminals quickly, to know the goons from the henchmen from the real psychopaths. They developed a system to quickly identify them so they need so they would need to know if they needed, I don't know, beat cops, SWAT, major crimes, or the wacko wagon. That seems close to profiling. It's more like the scarlet letter. Once you're classified as an L7, if you get picked up, they immediately take you up the hill. As far as I know, it's almost impossible to get it removed. Of course, some of the psychos see it as a badge of honor, weirdos. That's so unfair. 
Well, not a lot of people fighting for the rights of killers and psychopaths these days. It's just, we're not all the Joker, right? Now they're putting me down the hall from him. Have you? Did you meet him? I've had the unfortunate pleasure, yes. They decided to do a group therapy session, co-ed even. How did that go? Lasted all of one session. Poor film freak cut his ears off. Ugh. Wow. My grandmother. She had the sight, you know what I mean? So she was psychic? She wouldn't put it that way, but yeah, she saw things. She always knew when a visitor was coming or when bad news was on its way. I feel like I got a little of it. Really? Yeah, maybe. I keep having this dream where I go into Arkham, but I don't come out. I'm sure it's a nightmare, stress dream, whatever. But it's always the same, and I always remember it. That's terrible. I've got a feeling about you, too. If you're going to listen to anyone, listen to me. You think you want to go in there, but you don't. Arkham changes you, and never for the good. Quit while you're ahead. Thanks for your concern. But you're a big girl. You can handle yourself, right? Hey, if you go up the hill, maybe stop by and say hello. We don't get a lot of visitors. Sure. I'll do that. Oh, and wear something shiny. Legible Scrawl presents To Prove a Villain, Episode 16, Magpie. Written by Kyle Olson. Performed by Shannon Jelly and Jess Harris. Produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick and Shannon Jelly. Follow us on Twitter at Legible Scrawl. Check out our Facebook page or drop by our website, LegibleScrawl.com, where we do cool things and answer the important questions like, what would happen if a struggling psychology major interviewed DC villains? You're welcome. <laughs>